So we're gonna bring you guys in today for some uh, a little bit of lake work. Nothing crazy. Today's actually a deload day, so um, you know you're not gonna see any incredible work done by me. Not that you would see that on a regular day, but uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. You know, so let's get right into it and let's kind of let's see what happens. So yeah, so here we are for uh, training vlog uh, number two. This was this was back on September fourth. Actually, so this was like uh, it's September 17th right now And so uh, it's a little strange for me to watch this and kind of be a little removed from uh, the actual session So I'll be able to give you guys kind of an objective feel but here what I'm doing is I'm just warming up on these uh, I call them stairway calves because back at Central Michigan University I used to stand in the stairway and just take up a whole bunch of room and get in everybody's way while I did these because there was no good place to do them but you can clearly see here that uh, there actually is a good little apparatus at quads. And of course, as I edited the video, we totally lost my calves in the uh, in the shop. But you do see my thighs there as the shorts have gotten a lot shorter. But uh, hey, man, that's that's how I like to train legs. So I do these unilaterally, and you know, calf training. Calf training is all about two things, man. Here's what you need for calf training. This is it. You need range of motion. So you can see I'm kind of giving it a little bottom pause here on the bottom of each rep, or at least on the bottom of most reps. But then number two, you've just got to be willing to endure a lot of pain. You've just got to be willing to really, really dig it out from a pain standpoint. Now this was a deload day, so there's not going to be a ton of pain here on this session because the whole idea behind deloading is to kind of give your body a chance to kind of rest. Right, give your body a chance to kind of recover and recuperate. But you can see I'm jotting down some notes to myself in my logbook. If you don't have a logbook, man, get you a logbook, like straight up. Like it will change your training in just a huge, huge way. And of course, I got my man Jesus uh, kind of controlling the ship there at the top of the logbook. But so here's my next set of uh, stairway calves. I think I've got the 40 pound dumbbell there which is not, that's nothing to write home about at all. But it's a good amount of weight. I think I'm doing sets of like seven or eight when I normally do sets of like 12. And so again, you know, it's, uh, man, these deload days, they're uh, deload weeks. I mean, they're big time, man. They're really, really big time because they give you a chance to still feel heavy weight. So they give you a chance to really still you know, kind of calibrate yourself to the movements in the way that you want to calibrate yourself to the movements and not feel like, I don't know. I mean, if you guys are anything like me, when I, when I pull away from heavy weights for too long, like usually sometimes just a week, when I come back, I'm just totally discombobulated. Like I'm just completely out of sorts for usually like up to like a month. And so the way that I like to deload is I actually keep my weights the same and I don't change my weights at all. I just cut the number of reps I do per set and I cut the number of sets that I do. And so here, you know, I'm doing these sets of seven, like it's super easy, man. It's like ridiculously easy. And so this looks like it's gonna be my second set. And again, you know, we're not taxing the muscle. We're just kind of running some blood through the area and we're keeping it pretty, you know, we're keeping it pretty simple, keeping it pretty straightforward. And so, um, man, quads. Quads is amazing, man. So here's a quick little sidebar as I as I finish up these calves. 
you got to get you a, a gym that gets you excited, man. Like, it makes a huge, huge difference. Don't ever think for a second that the gym that you train at doesn't make a difference. Because when I walk into this gym every single morning, like, I'm ready to go. Like, I am ready to train. I mean, I'm surrounded by a lot of guys and girls that are also very serious. And so, I mean, not everybody. Not everybody there is, like, super serious. I mean, you have people that just want to be somewhat fit. You have people that just want to, you know, socialize. And so you still have all that too. But just the equipment, the weights, the atmosphere, the the people that work there. My man, No Way, who, who controls all the maintenance and basically kind of runs the gym. When I mean, Dave's the owner, but No Way is kind of the guy that runs the ship. And so it's just, it makes a huge difference. You know, it really does. So if you're serious about fitness, if you're serious about training, Find a gym with something like a safety squat bar, which is what you see me on here now, and just get in a very serious environment because it makes a big, big difference. So here we are. We're doing some safety squats. I just found safety squats about maybe three months ago or four months ago, and man, they are really, really awesome. They really isolate your quads in a pretty big way. They also isolate, if isolate's the right word, they target your abdominal region in a big, big way. And so when you do some uh, some safety squats, like your abs, they're going to be on fire. And so here we are. I think this might be, again, this was a couple weeks ago, and I don't have my logbook in front of me. I think this is going to be my next warm-up set because uh, I think I'm going to go up to two. See, the safety squat bar is tricky because it's not 45. It's actually 65, I think. I'm not sure. It's kind of like a conspiracy, like how much it weighs. But it, no, I know it's not 45. Like the thousand percent, it's not 45. I think it's 65. I. Uh, it's funny. My my boy Ryan and I. My boy Ryan. He's the strength and conditioning coach at DePaul, which is here in Chicago. He trains at Quads too, and so a lot of the time we're training together. We have a little project one day. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna pull out the scale from the locker room. Like we're gonna shimmy it out, and we're gonna weigh some of these bars like the safety squat bar and the buffalo bar. Like we're going to weigh these guys and we're going to figure out like how much these guys actually weigh so that we can finally have some definitive proof on what the where these guys are at. So So here I'm at. You know, I'm at two plates and that is I think that's a deuce. I'm pretty sure that's a deuce. So when you look at that, it looks like 230, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's 250 because the bar again is 65 and so here, it's a D-low day. Normally, I get pretty amped up for my sets of squats. I'm kind of sleepwalking into this one. You know, I mean, I get a little vocal there, but uh, but you guys won't even be able to hear that because I'm going to mute the volume on the training clip so you all can hear me on this little voiceover. But these felt really, really good. I'm only doing a set of four, I think, and I normally do sets of seven on these safety squats, at least right now, as I'm uh, kind of wrapping up this strength block. And so it just felt, it felt really easy. It's supposed to feel really easy, right? I mean, that's the whole purpose behind a deload day. So here, I think we're going to go into the second set. If memory serves me correctly, yeah, I get a little, I get a little bit more amped for this set. This is 265 on safety squats, which that's about the heaviest I've gone on safety squats, I think, in my safety squat career. And so, again, only hitting a set of three or four. You know, the reps look really smooth. I feel really comfortable with these now. I'm excited to keep them in for the remainder of my training up until November 23rd because I do feel – I don't like front squats because my I don't have the wrist flexibility to do one of these jobs, and I'm not, I'm not feeling the whole Egyptian thing. 
And so these are great front squat substitute and I'm really trying to bring my quads up a little bit. I'm trying to bring my hamstrings up too. And so, you know, from a leg standpoint, it's pretty all encompassing what I'm trying to improve on, but um, definitely quads and quad separation. So, so here we are on the, uh, the glute ham raise apparatus. And on this, it's very important that you make sure that your shorts are as short as possible so that your glutes are hanging out and you can just provide that, provide that experience for everyone around you. And so uh, I think that we're holding, uh, it might be a 35 pound kettlebell, I'm not sure. It's either 30 or 35 or 40. Uh, it's somewhere around there. And again, I mean, from a leg movement standpoint, GHRs are really high on the list. I mean, the, the development that you get uh, in your hamstrings and your glutes, obviously, is, is second to none, in my opinion. I mean, you're really able to isolate that area really really well and so if you have you probably have an apparatus like that at your gym uh you might not if you don't then you kind of have to rig up the lat pull down machine and you're most likely going to have to use like a stick or something because you probably won't be able to do a full rep i don't know that i could do a full rep on a non-ghr sanctioned apparatus i don't i actually don't think i could i know that i couldn't some years ago and so i don't know that my glutes have and my hamstrings have gotten strong enough to be able to do that now but um, just a great movement, man. GHRs, they're probably in the top three leg movements. Uh, squats are obviously number one, barbell squats. And then, I don't know, man, they might be number two. I'm not sure. But I think from here, yeah, so, oh, yeah. So here what we're going to do, we're going to mix it up with a little shoulder action. So these are Egyptian cable raises where you actually put the cable. You can't really see it here because the video cuts it off. But the cable is running between my legs, which gives me a, a bigger range of motion and allows me to go right out to the side. And so the reason why you see this on what appears to be a leg day is because one of the areas I'm trying to improve are my delts. And so I'm trying to bring my delts up a little bit to improve my width heading into uh, November 23rd. I've done, I've done a decent job over the last five to seven years of bringing up my lats. So my lat width is not a glaring weakness anymore. I would not call it a strength. We're, we're pretty far away from that point, I think. But uh, I don't think it's a glaring weakness. And so just to mix things up a little bit, I'm like, well, let me try to improve my delt width a little bit heading into this show. And so one of the ways that you can improve the width of anything or the development of anything is to train it more frequently. And so right now I'm hitting delts on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, which is this day, and then also on Fridays. And so, you know, I don't train on the weekends. I don't do weights on the weekends at least. And so... You know, I've got to get it all in within five days. And so obviously there's going to be a back-to-back -back day there. I guess I could do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but uh, my Mondays are already extremely busy because I have to get there super early and then get down to the studio. But um, these Egyptian raises, man, give them a shot. They're really smooth. They feel really good. You know, cable stack always feels smooth as long as you have a smooth cable stack. And so these are the Egyptian raises. And I think we're going to get into some, some BFR work here in a second. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so here's some blood flow restriction training, and uh, I think I definitely cut off, eh, that's not too bad. So I'm wrapping up my thighs here, right, for a little BFR work, and basically what we're going to do is we are going to wrap this up to where it's not like super duper tight, but, you know, it's probably 7 or 8 out of 10 in terms of tightness. And so what we're able to do here is kind of stimulate the whole idea behind BFR training, right? Not really talking about the science and that kind of stuff. 
because A, I don't really understand it that well, and B, whatever I do understand, I don't remember in this moment, but I just know that from a practicality standpoint, it works pretty well. Because what happens is by wrapping up your limbs, right, you, you train with much lighter weights, and you're able to just run a truckload of volume through that area in a very short amount of time while kind of saving your joints and really saving your system because you're using lighter weights. And so when you're just pounding your system just left and right with heavy squats and heavy presses and heavy deadlifts, you know, you just, you want to use some awareness, right? You want to kind of understand that, hey, you can't just pound nonstop constantly, right? Like you have to, you have to lighten the load a little bit here and there. And so that's what we're doing here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the faceless I'm the faceless BFR extension man here. Uh, I didn't do a great job with the editing on these videos, getting them all to be consistent. Uh, I'll try and do a better job next time. But uh, these are kind of, you know, they're supposed to be kind of raw and kind of unfiltered. And so, you know, it's uh, it's not too bad. But, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, the way that I do my BFR training is it is 20, 10, 10, 10. And so 20 reps on the first set that you guys just saw and then you rest. You don't. You guys don't see the full rest here because I trimmed it up so that you don't just see me standing there. But I rest about 30 seconds between each cluster. So the whole package of BFR only takes about four minutes. And so again, it's like between BFR training and mile reps, and I'm just for whatever reason got me just chilling here, which is interesting. And you can't even see my face, which is doubly interesting. But uh, <laughs> between BFR and mile reps and all these little techniques I use, it really just allows you to, to cycle through a ton of volume while keeping the time that you're in the gym, you know, uh, front of mind because we all only have so much time, you know? And I mean, I love training. I love training more than most people. And so, uh, oh, I just realized this is a deload day. So it's not 20, 10, 10, 10, it's 13, 7, 7. So that's it. That's the session, man.